Summer is the time when one sheds one's tensions with one's clothes, and the right kind of day is jeweled balm for the battered spirit. A few of those days and you can become drunk with the belief that all's right with the world. From Ada Louise Huxtable. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. <clears throat> and this is the Almanac for July 25th to August 1st, 2014. We're coming right up on the new Sturgeon moon, so here are some natural events for this quarter moon. According to the venerable Old Farmer's Almanac, the dog days of summer extend from the first week of July to the second week of August. And around here, they could just as well be called the fog days. These are the hot and muggy days we endure in the interval between the sterling and crystal days of late spring and the buff and brown days of late summer when clearer skies and cooler nights prevail. The dog days were named in ancient times for the rising of Sirius, the dog star. Aristotle, 3rd century B.C., refers to them in his physics, and the Romans called them caniculares dies, or the days of the little dogs. Even the Book of Common Prayer of 1552 declares that the dog days begin July 6th, and end August 17. But then again, this might be only for Anglicans. But better hot weather or cold weather than no weather. I mean, I figure these sultry days are to redress the bone-chilling cold of late January and February, finally getting our entire body temperatures back up to about 98.6. <clears throat> Um, and here's a field and forest report. The blueberry harvest is getting underway on those vast and lonely barrens of Washington and Hancock counties. I can't wait for the incomparable sweet taste of fresh blueberries, especially after eating frozen ones for so many months. And you know, those frozen blueberries can be darn dangerous, too. <coughs> If you happen to spill them on the kitchen floor, it's a little bit like walking around on ball bearings. The fields are now dominated by Queen Anne's Lace and Black-Eyed Susan. And many different varieties of goldenrod are coming into bloom, as is ragweed, with its filigreed leaves and green flowers causing allergy miseries to many. And coincidentally, eye bright known for its anti-allergy properties, is coming into bloom along the pathways with tiny white flowers tinted with purple on short stems with even tinier dark green leaves. And the dog days could also be called the cricket days as these charming chanters enter their glistening black adult stage and sing endless love songs to each other, reminding us that summer is far from over and there is Still plenty of time for splendor in the grass. Yellow-banded grasshoppers click-clack back and forth in front of us as we amble and saunter through the fields. And here's a rank opinion. 
in Aesop's ancient fable about the grasshopper and the ant, the grasshopper is subjected to some serious negative spin. It's true that the ants stay ever so busy preparing their colonies for winter, but the grasshoppers are decidedly not lazily fiddling away the summer. When they reach maturity in a month or two, grasshoppers will lay numerous eggs stocked with enough rich proteins produced by their summer labors to preserve their eggs through the cold winter after the mother unselfishly dies from the cold. In the spring, her eggs hatch out young hopper nymphs orphaned before their birth. Besides these ants, some of them can give you a nasty bite or they can burrow into your woodwork and they're such puritanical busybodies anyway, don't you think? In any event, we humans could take a lesson from both the grasshopper and the ant when it comes to providing for the health and security of coming generations. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. The first from the American naturalist Hal Borland. Summer is a promissory note signed in June. It's long days spent and gone before you know it and due to be repaid next January. And from the Greek historian Hesiod, it will not always be summer. Build barns. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>